I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Suzanne. And we are best friends and business partners who understand how our lives and our work are intertwined. And we talk about the challenges that are up for us because just like you, we're trying to get better all the time. Okay, Rach, so we're just playing around because we've got some extra time in the studio. We want to be efficient, but also we're just playing around with this idea of a a show segment that we're going to post separately called Hot Mike. Right, because we're we're not running for anything, so it doesn't matter who hears us. Right, so true. And um, But this will live in, in podcast archives as just our take on a current issue, which is the college admissions scandal. The the um shocking shocking i'm so shocked news <laughs> that um um wealthy people are paying other people to get their kids to go into college okay so i've had you know streams of messages from people thinking yeah this is all about what's wrong with sports you know this is what's wrong with the workforce there's a lot of yeah this is the this is the consequence of uh of helicopter parenting and uh, i'm thinking to myself are you fucking kidding me right now This is yet another moment in which we are being asked to pay attention to one fact that is going to determine the future of our nation. And that is, what are we going to do about the privilege gap? What are we, wherever it appears, right? It start, you know, when Anand Giridharadas, the author of the book, um, you pronounce his last name so well, by the way, I just want to say I practice it in the Uh mirror. Winner take all where he's, you know, this appears everywhere you look where you go, oh, look, rich people who already have a leg up get their whole body in the door when people who don't have that privilege can't get in. And yet we still have this story about the American dream. So just this morning, Rachel, I don't know if you saw about how many um, African-American students were admitted into Stuyvesant High School. Yep. This was... So of the bo- of the student body, freshman class of 587 students, only 10 were African-American in New York City. And, and it's this same issue all over again. And so now we're facing again like, OK, that's a public school with public funds that in theory was supposed to be started in order well, and, to and so, close right. this and, gap. 
Right. And so the the question is, what do we do about it? It's yeah. not simple. So in that no. case, they're saying, hey, man, we just give it to nobody bought their way in here. Right. These Asian students did not buy their way into Stuyvesant. They right. took the test right. and they excelled. Right. And so you go, right. But that test is obviously not the sole determinant. Right. So how yeah. do we even the scales? Beto's going to get nailed on this, too. Yes. His his privilege. Right. No matter what story he's, he's talking, the American dream. But look at look at who you are. So I'm just saying this story of privilege when it's just another nail in the coffin. You know what I wonder, Rachel? I wonder if it so it it's not going to come from the admissions process up, meaning th- exactly. because it's not there is no good way to solve that problem because to their point about the admissions process at the public schools in New York, you're not going to solve it by eliminating that test. Exactly. You're not going to solve it. Yes, they are probably going to get rid of the ACTs and SATs. I do believe that that, that is going to fall. It's structural. Okay, stru- we, it, right. Yes. Deeply structural. Deeply structural. I also think it's going to come from an entirely different conversation that we start having in this country about what success means, where yeah. it comes from, what skills. It's like the podcast that we talked about, like who gets hired and why. It's like the new options project we did where we talked about the skills that are actually determining who's successful at work. We are going to need to actually redefine what success in America looks like. Because, and, and by the way, yeah, go ahead. Right. So that we don't need to actually think that the only way to do this is to get into the best colleges and to get into oh, the best absolutely. high schools in the first place. Right. And so we have to change the conversation. Yeah. Also within this is dangerous, right? We have to change the conversation about what success looks like. Yeah. We need to change the conversation from this kind of success to a different kind of success. Right. Like but, well, so it's not a single conversation. Right. Like it's shouldn't many. success in in a large part be raising independent children who can fend for themselves in the world and get a job and and contribute to society. This is the thing. This this seems to be about college admissions. But these are such interconnected issues that is what role sports plays in college? What role brands you know, co- of bra- college brands, right? Right, and and the total total charade of the college rankings. That oh, is, yeah. you know, anybody who knows anything in U.S. News and World Report, the college rankings are a joke, right? And yet, and the payments that go on to get in there, or, or employers standing up yes. and saying, like the big box employers going, um, "Hello, America." We actually want to let you know that the you know brands you're desperately trying to get your kids into um, mean a whole lot less to us than the following criteria. In other words, right. I think that the conversation is the only saving grace here because the system itself, like it's, we can't fix. The admissions process. We can't fix the standardized test. We actually also can't fix the fact that there are going to be education gaps in America yes. for the foreseeable future. Yes, but here's here's the, what I want to end with is where you see the symptom arising or erupting like a disease is not the source. Right. It is a referred symptom. So to attack 
the admissions process and go to town on the whole question about admissions and the job market and who these people are and micro-parenting, all that stuff. You need to really, really open the aperture to look at what kind of culture we are in in which that erupts there, but it's erupting everywhere. There was a recent Vanity Fair article by Scott Turow, and in it he tells this story that's relevant here where he talks about being seated at a dinner party next to a very lovely African-American woman who starts telling him this story about something her grandmother said to her, that she wants the revolution to start, but not with her great-grandchildren because she wants her great-grandchildren to be able to go to Princeton. And the woman was Michelle Obama. And it's a really powerful story because I have to say, Rachel, that the one thing about this last week, and as you know better than anyone else, I just went through this whole college admissions process with Joey right now in real time. He's a senior in high school. And when this whole thing broke, there was absolutely a little piece of this in my mind that said to me like, well, thank God I'm done with it. Like, thank God this isn't about me. Like, thank God this won't affect my yeah. children. I'm now done. My kids are all through and, college. Like, and just imagine being told, you know what? You may do nothing to get Joey's chances to, uh, to right. improve. Right. Exactly. I'm just ex- – I mean, that's my point. It's like if, yeah. if I had to – if my kids were little and I knew I was facing some sweeping change in guidelines as a result of this that were going to drastically impact the way my children were now going to have to apply to college, I'd be freaking out. It's much easier to have this as a theoretical conversation yeah, exactly. when I know the revolution is not going to affect yep. my children child who's off to college. I also want to just say this may be a depressing way to end my thought on this. I think it also is going to come down to individual responsibility. Yeah. You know, resistance, individual resistance to certain kinds of trends that don't feel right for you or your child. Right. Right. I just don't know that we're going to have this kind of mass change at some Mm -hmm. societal level, especially given, you know, leadership and and current trends towards materialism and the tech boom and everything else. It's like at some point, it's like in every home, at every dinner table, every conversation, every child, like... I just don't know that we're going to get around having individual responsibility for each of us being responsible for raising families where our kids ideally – and I'm again, I'm not trying to preach like my kids are perfect. I'm just saying if you and I are talking about this theoretically, I'm saying where kids would say, uh-uh, I don't like that. That doesn't that doesn't feel right I don't know me. that kids are going to ever buck the mattering system of their families, but I, – I, I do think that when you know your kid takes too much effort to jam into a certain slot yeah. of any kind, yes. stop right. pushing and start saying, I want, I want my child to fit where he or she or they fit. Yeah. So that was a hot mic. And we'll be back to the big payoff next week.
If you like what you heard, you can find us at BigPayoffRadio.com, on iTunes, on the Acast app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, please rate and review us. It matters. 